how their, their minds develop. Uh, do you remember when your kids were growing up and they wanted to eat food with a spoon? And it was the sloppiest thing in the world. They say if you don't actually let them be sloppy at that stage, they have a hard time learning the movements that are involved in that. So the mess is actually important to them, right? Um, <clears throat> two thoughts here. For, these are from the, from the notes. Uh, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. And then Psalm 139, verse 13 and 14 says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We need to understand some of these things because we are fearfully and wonderfully made. I like what he said, what that doctor said. He said that it's a, a vast, untried experiment. Nobody's ever done this before. I was talking to Josh just, just before the service there, and I was saying, I bet you're glad that, that, um, <clears throat> that we didn't do this when you were a kid. And, and he said this. Now, he's not very old, okay? Uh, he said this. He said it probably wouldn't have made any difference. He said this hadn't happened then. So the what age you, Josh, got? Uh, 24. He's 24. Uh, what he's saying is that when he was a kid, he didn't have smartphones and all that stuff. When did smartphones, when did we first have smartphones? When did we first, they first become popular? Anyone know a date for that? First iPhone was launched in 2007. And when? 2007. 2007. Okay, so you're looking at 10 years, give or take. Pardon? <laughs> All right, so you're looking at 10 years. So what you've got is you've got an experiment going on uh, where nobody knows the results of it for the last 10 years, and it's beginning to hit home. We're seeing some major problems with it now. Um, <clears throat> we need to understand how, how we're made uh, and how to respond to these things as well. Um, <clears throat> so here's the question. What are you going to do about it? C could I ask you this? How many hours a day do you think you spend on social media? Men's home, we, we have a clear record. We are, we are doing just fine. <laughs> they are under the law of Leighton, right? <laughs> uh, it's, it is very easy. By the way, there is, there, there is an app on um, <clears throat> your iPhone. We have an iPhone that actually tells you how many hours you, you spend on it. And it, it tells lies, obviously, because you don't spend that much time on it. But it actually tells you how much time that you're spending uh, looking at the screen. And it's incredible how much time you can actually spend uh, in a day. What about social media? Just, just that, that one, right? Um, Facebook. But you realize that Facebook now is old hat. That the young people today think that's for old people. And... Um, <clears throat> You know, that, that, that there are completely different apps that people are on that, that they're connecting with. So it's changing and growing. And, you know, <clears throat> Carlos and Nadia, they're, they're new to the baby. By the time that baby gets to being a teenager, the, the, the scene will be completely different. It'll be a completely different conversation because it's changing and it's moving that quickly. So <clears throat> we need to, first of all, understand how our children's minds work, but we need to understand how our minds work. I mean, addiction's a pretty grim deal for people to have to deal with. Something that takes and controls your life. Do you realize that your phone can take and control your life? Well, 
how do you feel? I really want to venture. Uh, tell me this. How do you feel when you when you you drive down the road and you realize you left your phone behind? <laughs> Panicky. I mean, now it's only because somebody might want to. Con- I'm a pastor, and somebody might want to contact me, and it's very important that I be be contactable, and that's the only reason that I'm. No, there's an attachment to the silly little thing. That's um, <clears throat> that's kind of hard to explain, and you, you actually become dependent on having it with you all the time, right? <clears throat> so. We, we need to actually think these things, things through. We need to uh, think them through as far as what we're going to do uh, in our own lives with um, the Internet, with social media. It, it's, it's impossible for you and I to avoid it. It's, it's not going to happen. I mean, uh, even to make, put the, and I do think you need to be very prudent in when a child actually gets a phone and what they get on the phone when they get the phone. And you need to be very careful with that. But it's impossible to, uh, to, to stop them. They're going to find it. They're going to get involved in it. It doesn't matter what you do. It's, it, it, it's part of life in our day and age. And so we need to educate ourselves to it. We need to be ahead of the curve on this thing and try and work out uh, <clears throat> what it's going to do for us. So we need to listen to something like this, right? Uh, something like the weeks we're going to have in these <clears throat> few weeks going forward and not say... Tut, tut, that's dreadful. But we need to come to the place where we say, here's what I'm going to do because of it. Here's what I'm going to do in my own life because of it. Here's what I'm going to do for my family because of it. And we need to have some limits in because if you don't have limits in, you'll find yourself just drawn into it. Do you you ever watch people at the bus stop? You know, people my age, and they're just stuck on their phones. It's so easy. I mean, what, what do you think? As soon, as soon as you're stuck in a queue, you're maybe waiting in a line in, the, uh, in, in a shop somewhere, you, you pull out your phone and you, and you do something. We've got to be careful. We've got to understand what's happening inside of us and how easy it is for, for us to become addicted to it. And we've got to make a plan in our lives how we're going to deal with it. Right? Now, let me ask you a couple of questions for those of you that are parents. <clears throat> First of all, do you know what your kids are looking at on the internet? And the kids are going to hate me for this, right? Um, do you know what your kids are looking at in the, uh, on the internet? If you don't, for heaven's sake, why don't you know? Why don't you know what's going on? You know, <clears throat> would you let somebody come in uh, that you hadn't invited in, that you hadn't vetted, that you hadn't actually looked at it all, and, and, and sit in your living room and teach your kids morality. Not a chance. And yet, if they've got an unlicensed phone or a phone where, or a computer where you have no control over it, that's exactly what's happening. Right? And how curious is your child? Very curious. Right? Let me say this. I do not know of any 10, 11, or 12-year-old that has <clears throat> enough self-restraint not to look at pornography, if it's that available to them. I, I do not know of any kid. I don't think they're out there. 
I think, you know, the curiosity in a child's mind is going to drive them uh, to that. And they're going to enter into an area that they're totally ill-equipped for, and they're going to create a problem for themselves for the rest of their lives. And by the way, don't think, well, it's just the boys. It's not anymore. It used to be just the boys, but it's not. Girls have as, have as high a percentage of addiction to pornography now as, as, as boys do. So that's the first question. What are your kids watching? What are your kids actually doing? Right? And um, <clears throat> l- l- let me give you some strength here as parents. I mean, as a parent, you have a God-given right to direct your child and lead your child. You have a God-given right to do that. In fact, it's more than a right. It's actually a responsibility. You're responsible for them. You're responsible for your kids, so you need to know what they're looking at. And remember that if you actually begin to talk about this and begin to go after this issue in your home, you're going to get a reaction. Now, why would you get a reaction? Why do you think you're going to get a reaction? Why would you react if somebody started to limit your phone? Gouging on your right. It's a right? Yeah. It's actually deeper than that. Because they get addicted to it. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you try and take somebody's addiction off them, you have a battle on your hands. So you've got to understand that it's not going to be just easy for you to walk into the home and say, we need to put some controls on this. We need to put some manners on this, this area in our lives. It's not going to be easy. You're going to have a battle on your hand. Now, I do suggest this. Don't go in, you know, <clears throat> with size 12s and stomp all over it because you've got somebody who's gotten used to having certain freedoms. They've become addicted, and part of it's your fault for letting them have it. You've got to go in, and you've got to say, now, hang on a minute, let's look at this. Let's talk about this. Let's try and understand what it's doing. And then let's put some limits on it. But you've got to put some limits on it. By the way, much easier for you if, you if you fought that battle before you ever got to it. In other words, if you had the plan laid out before you ever got to it. But you have to know what they're watching. You just have to know what they're watching. And look, there, there is no kid out there that's got enough self-restraint to stop their curiosity from looking at things they shouldn't look at. I mean, it's in their hand. They can, they can see anything they want to see on their phone. Think about yourself at 10. Did you have enough self-restraint to stop yourself from looking at stuff that you shouldn't be looking at? If nobody could ever find out that you looked at it? No, you didn't. So what you need to do is you need to understand that for your kids. You need to understand, you know, if there's not some rules put in here, uh, there's going to be trouble for these kids. Right? And that's not you being, you know, uh, an overzealous Christian. That's just you being a good parent. Right? That's the first thing. What what are your kids watching at? The second question is this for you. What limits do you have on the situation? Right? He's talked about seven hours on the internet every day. So now, if you do, you know, 
eight hours of school and two hours of homework, that's uh, 10 hours there, and seven hours of internet, that's 17 hours, and you eat your dinner and you take an hour, you probably won't take an hour if you're uh, on the internet, but we'll say you take uh, two hours, that's, that's 19 hours in the day gone. Now you've got a possible five hours left to sleep. And you wonder why kids are dragging around. They haven't got any energy. They can't get up in the morning for school. Listen, if, if they can watch, if they can have the internet all day long, have a time in your home and that's it. It's over for tonight. And it's switched off. So they're not tempted to go to it again. Uh, if, if your children are young, switch off their phone. And by the way, uh, uh, Christine uses an app uh, with her children. Uh, with Becca, I think, at this stage, yeah? <laughs> uh, Christine uses an app, and she has control over what's happening on Becca's phone. So she can switch it off. She doesn't like what's going on. And she can set a time on it when, when she switches it off. It's called, um, <clears throat> what do we say it was? Family. Sorry? Family. Family Link on Google. It's a free app, by the way. Where you can ju- you you can just uh, control their phone and uh, young people. This is not your parents intervening in, in, <coughs> interrupting your life. This is your parents actually wanting to be a help to you, wanting to be a blessing to you. Um, <clears throat> there needs to be some controls like that. Right now, that's for our kids. What about you? Do you have a problem with some, some area of the internet? And. <coughs> um, I forget the figure he gave us there for, for pornography, but the amount of guys particularly, and women now just as much, that are hooked on pornography. And I think it's a more potent drug than heroin. And the reason it's more potent is this. You can do it without any cost, and you can do it um, <clears throat> without anybody knowing. Uh, you can feel you're getting away with it, but I'm telling you, it eats away somebody's soul. You know, it's, it's, it's not just a spiritual problem. It's a massive spiritual problem. But it's not just a spiritual problem. Uh, it actually eats away your heart. The Bible says that, that strong drink and fornication steal the heart. In other words, they steal somebody's ability to do what they should be doing and what they need to do. That if, that if you let those things control your life, what happens is you get caught up with, what are you going to do about it? I'm going to give it up. Well, you've tried giving it up before. How are you going to actually get over it? How are you going to come to the place where you're clean? How are you going to come to the place where you don't have that, that, that awful cycle of addiction where you say, no, I'm not going to do it, and you're clean for a while, and then, and then you go back to it, you do it, and you think, oh, no, and you feel worthless and useless. How are you going to break that? It, you know, it, it, it won't break by you just saying, okay, I won't look at it anymore. It's way too tempting. You ever hear, of some, ever hear of somebody trying to give up cigarettes and they had a pack of cigarettes on the mantelpiece just to prove how strong they were? For a while, anyway. After a while, the packet of cigarettes on the mantelpiece were smoked. They were gone. When something is so easy and handy for us to get to, it's virtually impossible for us to, to actually <clears throat> defeat it and overcome it. You need to have a plan. Uh, he, he talked about covenant, covenant eyes there. Covenant eyes is, is particularly interesting because uh, it's obviously Christian, but covenant eyes doesn't stop you from looking at stuff on the internet, right? It just sends a list of everything you've looked at to somebody that uh, you've made yourself accountable to. 
So that when you're looking at it, you know you're going to be getting a phone call. You're going to be getting a phone call from somebody who said, uh, what's going on? That, that, that's a pretty serious deterrent to looking at stuff that you shouldn't be looking at. But <clears throat> we need to control this thing in our, in our lives. He, he, he talked about social media and the way social media um, is geared to actually release dopamine for us, make us feel good. In other words, you know, you put up the picture and you get 500 likes for the picture. And it's 500 pings on your dopamine. It's making you feel good. It's addictive. Dopamine is that thing that makes you feel pleasure in your mind. It's addictive. It can actually uh, have an impact on you. You know, I don't think that social media is wrong. I think it's a reality of life. But I think you certainly need to limit yourself in terms of what you do on it. Humanly speaking, personally, I kind of, for the life of me, understand why you would want to show everybody what you had for breakfast and all the rest of it in the day. Uh, doesn't doesn't get me in the least, all right? Um, but it's easy for you to get into that habit where you're posting stuff all the time and waiting for the response. Isn't there that nice, happy feeling when you get a text? Well, that's a bad text. Uh, um, but, you know, all of these things have an impact on us, so, so you and I have got to be careful. There ought to be times when you put your phone away. There ought to be times when you say, okay, I am going to be here and now in the present because there's so much stuff going on on that thing that it can constantly, it can distract you from everything you're doing. There ought to be time when you put it away or, or, or switch it off. There's a tyranny involved in having to look at it all the time because it's always got stuff going on on it. So you ought to be able to turn it off sometimes. Um, uh, it, it's possible for you, to, for you to actually set yourself a fast where you don't look at it, where you switch it off, where you, where you don't have anything to do with it for a while. Right? But you have to have controls in your life. And there has to be times when you, know, you don't look at it. They say, he said it there, but if, if you, you look at the blue screen, uh, right after going to sleep, you're going to have a hard time sleeping. The two hours beforehand, you're supposed to stop. If you're like me, I'll be awake most nights uh, in the middle of the night for a couple of hours at least. You've got to be careful what you do at that time. Because you can while away the hours. Do you ever go on Facebook and just look at the videos? You know, there's videos that go on forever and ever and ever. And, you know, just one after the other after the other. And you can just waste an enormous amount of time watching those things. You've got to be careful of those things. You've got to be clued into those things. And there should be times when you're actually uh, disengaging from it so that your mind is clear of it. Right? Now, <clears throat> let me look at... By the way, do download the notes. They'll be very helpful to you. Let me give you the other points on the notes, and then you, you, you can download them and look at them for yourself. Um, <clears throat> social media can cause stress, anxiety, and sleepness, sleeplessness, even addiction. Um, have you seen any of those reactions in your child? Have you seen them in yourself? Right? Um, how can you pay more attention to the physical effects of your family's interaction with te- technology? Philippians 4, verse 6 through 7 says, Don't be anxious for being anxious for anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. 
But do you know what's happening in our day and age? Instead of being driven to prayer, we're being driven to the internet. And we'll just flick through stuff and watch it stuff and settle ourselves down. Guarantee it won't have the same effect. You may, you may hide it, but what you'll do is you'll just increase uh, the anxiety and the stress that you're feeling. Um, <clears throat> Uh, Proverbs ten seventeen says, "If you heed instruction, you're on the pathway to life. But if you reject reproof, uh, it leads others astray." And <clears throat> this is a problem for twenty first century culture, for people in the in this world. It is a problem. It's a problem in your life that needs to be controlled. Let it get out of hand, and it can bite you bad. If you've got children that you're raising and you're responsible for right now, their little brains are being formed under social media. They're just focusing on one little area of their brain. And be wise. Don't buy. No, I'm, uh, I, I'm learning. No, they're not. They're just focusing on one little area of their brain. And did you see what he was saying, that the, the frontal cortex is not developing, it's actually thinning because they're focusing on other things? Which means that your child's ability to choose right from wrong, your child's ability to plan, your child's ability to live effectively can be hindered by the time they spend on social media, by the time they spend on the internet. So we've got to actually take this into account. We've got to decide, hang on a minute. You know, here's what will happen. Here's what normally happens. You know, 10 or 15 years from now, they'll start telling us all the problems that were created by the internet in our day and age. They'll they'll have worked it out. But you and I need to think, hang on a minute. We're going to control this thing. We're not not going to let this monster control us. We're going to actually uh, control it. All right. uh, Questions or comments here? There are four more lessons in it, and I think you'll find them all really helpful. Um, Do download the notes, though. Because the notes will actually help you. Any questions or comments on it here? I mean, he mentioned covenant eyes. There are other ones, uh, Irish uh, Irish ones that you can go to. You can go to besecureonline.ie or ikids.com. If you have children that have access to the internet, it needs to be protected internet. That's it. It just needs to be protected internet. Don't expect them to police themselves. If you do, they're going to get hurt and you're going to shed tears. If you have children that have access to the internet, make sure it's a protected internet. And for them, don't do, don't do covenant eyes you know, where you find out later what they've seen. Do something that blocks them from seeing stuff. That's because you're going to protect them. They're going to have enough temptations out there without having it in, you know, in their home as well. Right. Anybody with a comment or question here? Anybody, something, something that you found helpful, that one uh, that Christine has used is very helpful. Um, anybody else got a question? By the way, how young do your children have phones? Ten years old? Six months. <laughs> <laughs> From six months. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the kids? Kids on that. Let, let me ask you this: How young do children start looking for phones? 
Very young, don't they? Now, why? Why are they looking for phones so young? Well, what age? Aaron, what age are you? You're 10. How long have you been looking for a phone for? A few years, right? Now, why did you want a phone? To watch YouTube. Okay. And here's the other thing. All her friend, or some of her friends have phones. And they're the cool kids that have phones that can actually watch stuff. So they're, they're showing off their phones and your kids are kind of catching it. So you've got to be careful on that. Right? <clears throat> um, I, I, I don't know the age. I, I definitely think that uh, you know, if you give a f- child a phone, you're, you're in for trouble. You know, w- when they have a certain level of responsibility, you can give them limited access, but it needs to be limited access uh, to a phone. And then you monitor it and watch it, and you take it from them. But your kid, two things, right? First of all, you're not going to, it's impossible for you and I to roll the clock back to before the internet, before social media and all that. It's just there. Right? So you're not going to be able to stop this. You do need to educate and control it. And do you know one of the big problems for us is that parents are way behind their kids as far as technology is concerned. The kids know far more about technology. I mean... <clears throat> Kids, kids are so well-versed in it now that the parents feel inadequate in this area. I mean, who do you get to fix the controls on the TV? <clears throat> you know, you know, but, but listen, you've got to come up to the mark there. You've got kids, and you've got, you got to actually do battle with that one. You've got to, you got to fix that one. Rolly. Um, there was a social experiment done in the U.S., and there was this guy who tried to befriend a 7-year-old girl, and that they would have a meeting, eyeball to eyeball in a park, and the dad was discussing with the guy who was conducting the experiment that, no, my daughter won't do that. But you know what? The daughter was about to open the door, and so the dad was together with the guy who was conducting the experiment. Okay. You see how dangerous it is. Yes, yeah. And that, that's the other thing. We're not, they, they do touch off that, but um, the, the other thing is that the people they connect with. The people that can come on the internet and can actually uh, pose as being somebody else entirely, and um, your child gets sucked into how many kids? Remember that our children are made to be innocent, gullible. They believe whatever they're told. So you wouldn't dream for a moment of letting somebody like that have access to your child. Yeah, but the internet, they can. And dreadful things happen. Right? Anybody else? Okay. Yeah, you know, it's a, you see, they're, they're kind of intuitive. They're made to actually connect with our brains so that you, you, you don't think. You, you realize you can't really take a course in computers anymore. You could take a course in the beginnings of something. But what you have to do is you have to kind of experiment with it and, and, and let it work, and you learn. And a kid like that can just uh, adapt to it, and they, they can find all the stuff on it, and you'd be, you'd be amazed at the speed they can, can do it with. And it's, it, it's there for all of them. 
I think I told you this, mate. Um, I'm, I'm watching Sean when he's very young. Like he's, what is, what is, what is Sean now? Six? Seven. He's seven. He said he was six, he'll kill you. <laughs> um, but I, I think two or three years ago, I'm watching Sean uh, on a TV screen in our house, and he's doing this. He's trying to, <laughs> he's trying to open up the pictures and make them, make them bigger. Because, you know, he's only tiny at that stage, but he, he knew how to look at pictures. Uh, and um, they, they, are, they are so well-versed with it. And they're so drawn to it, too. I mean, think about it. You can have all kinds of fun and exciting things going on on this thing. If you got to play a game of football, well, it's kind of work. If you got to, uh, to play other games, you've got to put some effort and energy into it. And it's so much easier to sit uh, in a chair in your house and just watch all these things coming up on a screen. Anybody else before we close here, right? All right, so listen, please download those and have a look at them. Those of you that are parents, definitely, but all of us do, because we need to understand uh, a revolution has happened in, in the past few years. It's changed everything. It's never going back to what it was before. You and I have to be on top of it. We have to understand what's going on for our own lives, for our families' lives. We need to understand it. We can't look at it all like it's all wicked and bad. The internet's not bad in and of itself. It's the use of it. That's a problem. Social media is not bad by itself. It's the use of it. That's a problem. And we need to be wise to these things. All right. Um, James, can I get you to come for the offering tonight?